0: IQ main newsletter written and read by me, David Faulkner. Will property management go back to the future? If you are looking at investing in new cars for your property management division, then I suggest you look no further than the classic DeLorean made famous in the movie Back to the Future. The last couple of months, it has felt a little bit like being in a time machine as we have had a glimpse as to what the future of property management may look like. The lockdown forced us not just to think differently, but act differently. I have been writing articles about the property management industry for over five years now. One thing that I try to do is challenge the status quo. I want to stop, think and ask why things are the way they are. This isn't about being controversial for the sake of being controversial, people can see through that. It is about evolution and progression. Every day life and business evolve and in moments of crisis you can be certain that there will be an increase in innovation as we look at new ways to function in the new norm. This crisis will be no different as every industry has been forced to adapt and innovate what the last two months has been also demonstrated is that our industry is remarkably resilient as regardless of the circumstances people will always need a property to rent however new technologies are already changing the landscape how we have operated our businesses will and in many circumstances should change we need to question what we do ask why we do it and what the benefits does it have for our landlords, clients and tenants. Then we must decide whether it is still relevant and whether it can be replaced through automation and in artificial intelligence or by focusing on a more personalized approach. Either way, we must focus on providing an enhanced consumer experience whilst also protecting our profit margins. There is no point in being the slickest at what you do if your bottom line has numbers in brackets. With that in mind, I have decided to get back into the DeLorean, get the speed up to 88 miles per hour, and head back to the future and have a look at what property management could look like in the not-too-distant future. Are three monthly inspections really necessary? Two months ago, just after the World Health Organization announced that COVID-19 was a global pandemic, I wrote an article suggesting that inspections should be postponed and made the recommendation that tenants could do their own inspections with the property manager being present remotely via video link. I've cocked a fair amount of criticism for making such a suggestion, but the reality is I am not the first person to suggest this. Some high-profile industry heavyweights, such as Will Alexander, have also made suggestions in the past as to this being the way of the future. As many property managers get back to arranging inspections after two months of cancellations, I have found myself wondering why we do these every three months, and whether it is necessary for them to be done so often. On many occasions, you sometimes feel as though you are being rather invasive on the tenant, especially when they have a good history and are clearly looking after the property. There is also the environmental impact of this as well with more cars on the road heading to inspections, meaning more emissions from the vehicles that we drive. The typical routine inspection takes about 15 to 20 minutes, whilst your property manager does a site inspection of the premises. This does not take into account the time it takes to get to and from the property. The reality is that many landlords do not even open the inspections when they have been sent so it can often feel like a futile exercise. Insurance stance needs to evolve to offer a more tailored solution. In reality, there is no reason other than it panders to the needs of the insurance companies. In a recent article written by the highly respected Diane Nelson of Real Landlord Insurance in the Real Estate Institute's weekly newsletter, she outlines her underwriter's stance towards remote and video inspections. In doing so, she also highlighted the failings of such an archaic methodology. In her article, she stated that video inspections carried out by a tenant cannot be viewed as a routine inspection. She then gives her reason as follows, quote, often property managers find leaks that tenants have not been aware of, such as soft floors. Although I can understand her support of her underwriter, I simply do not share this view. How can a tenant who has potentially lived in a property for years not notice an issue where there is a problem, yet a property manager who probably spends no more than one to two hours per year inside the property will instantly pick this up? I would rather call it what it is. A tenant noticing the problem, but because they do not own the asset, they could not be bothered to report it. That is most likely the issue. This is where tenant education becomes so important. If what I am suggesting is the case, and an insurance company refuses to honor a claim due to gradual damage, then the tenant should be facing the liability of the cost of the claim. Under the tenant's responsibilities in the Residential Tenancies Act, a tenant must notify a landlord as soon as possible at discovery of any damage to the premises by failing to notify the landlord, they are potentially waiving the landlord's insurance policy and therefore they should be fully liable for the cost of the repair. By insurance companies taking their current stance, they are labelling every single tenant as potentially antisocial and problematic who frequently breaches the tenancy agreement. This is unfair and outdated. Take car insurance as an example. The insurance policy will take into account the level of risk of the insurer. An 18 year old driving a modified sports car is going to pay higher premiums than a middle aged person who has never made a claim due to the level of risk. Why are tenants treated in such a way that means a property manager has to visit and inspect the property every three months? Should property managers be able to inspect the property on a regular basis? Absolutely they should, but this should be determined purely on the basis of the quality of tenant, how they look after the property and the level of risk associated with this. If a tenant is being problematic and not fulfilling their obligations under the Tenancy Agreement, then inspections will be required more frequently. However, if a tenant has lived in a property for a number of years without any issues, then are three month inspections really necessary? Talking houses. This leads us to our next suggestion. In the not too distant future, our rental stock will have devices attached to the property that tracks its performance and lessens the need for three monthly inspections. Last year, I interviewed brandon van Blurk, the ceo of tether which produces a device that tracks and monitors the healthiness of a hole the device measures the following carbon dioxide relative humidity indoor temperature ambient noise pressure and ambient light the benefits of such devices being attached to our housing stock is obvious the moment we see a spike in a particular measurement you can immediately identify that there is a problem. An increase in humidity may mean the property is overcrowded or not being sufficiently ventilated, but it could also mean that there is an undetected leak. The device will notify the property manager who can quickly act to ensure the issue is resolved. There are potential privacy issues with this, but these should be overcome as the device such as Tether benefits all parties. It should also remove the need to inspect the property just to keep insurance policies valid. Why inspect the property when the device will identify the leak that the tenant has failed to report? Also, with the increase in maintenance applications, which allows tenants to simply report issues, you can have automated responses that allow the tenant to have maintenance requests assessed quickly, with estimates for jobs being easily obtained through benchmarking of similar jobs. We are even seeing the introduction of artificial intelligence that can help troubleshoot maintenance issues with tenants without the need to interact with their property manager. Smart devices come in all walks of life. It will only be a matter of time before we see a multitude of devices and applications becoming mainstream that makes our rental stock more efficient and easier to manage. Property management is dead. Long live asset management. If my property manager is not doing three monthly inspections, then what are they being employed to do? This is a valid question. I believe that property managers have an increasingly important role to play in the management of our rental stock, but it needs to evolve from our traditional model. This is where the industry really needs to innovate to ensure we remain relevant. My view is that the term property manager will eventually be replaced by asset manager. This means that we become more focused on helping landlords utilise the equity that they have in their portfolios to help them grow financially. It means we will measure, monitor and learn how a property portfolio performs. We will have a better understanding as to how a property can perform efficiently, providing a warm, safe environment for the tenant, which also reduces the carbon footprint of the property. By doing so, we make it far more affordable, which benefits both the landlord and the tenant. The perfect place to start is getting members of your team qualified as Home Fit Assessors. I recently caught up with the highly impressive Andrew Eagles, the CEO of the New Zealand Green Building Council. And we discussed at length the issues we face in trying to get our rental stock assessed and compliant in time for healthy homes deadlines. I raise the issue that there is simply not enough recognised assessors available to carry out the work within the specified period of time. One suggestion we discussed was to start making property managers qualified as Homefits Assessors. Some big companies are already ahead of the curve in partnering with the Homefits initiative. Properties that are assessed and qualified get a home fit tick of approval, which will be displayed on property websites such as realestate.co.nz and homes.co.nz. Councils such as the Auckland City Council are adding home fit to the LIM statement so any prospective purchaser can see that the property complies with the healthy homes criteria. This can transform our industry and improves the skill level of our workforce. When a landlord engages an asset management company, they get access to a raft of services. Not only will they have the standard level of service that a traditional property management company can offer, but they will also have access to a whole new range of services that will help them grow their equity, whilst the tenant has less intrusive customer experience. Healthy Homes Assessments, which give your property the Green Star Home Fit of Approval, making it more efficient and desirable for tenants. Inspections that can also be used for remote valuations, so landlords are able to utilise equity that banks can lend against, meaning that they have more power to grow their portfolio. The ability to access specialised insurance products that are tailored not just to the property, but to the tenants. Tenants can insure themselves against bond disputes, loss of income for rent protection and this in turn means no upfront bonds are required and you reduce the need to resolve disputes in tribunal. Tenants will be able to access discounts to relevant ancillary services that can be arranged through the asset management company. This goes beyond your traditional utility connection providers. This can be for a host of local businesses that helps improve communities that the tenants live in. 5-10 to year cash flow projections with long-term maintenance planning for investor portfolios can be produced with the ability to predict that what maintenance spends will be required over the period in relation to what rents are likely to achieve. The list can go on and on. Finally, home is where the heart is. To finish off, I have to confess, part of me did not want the lockdown to end. I loved the concept of working from home and on returning to our office as a team, we decided that working from home is the way of the future. There is a place for the office. You have the camaraderie that cannot be developed through video links. There is also something to be said for the creativity that working in an office can inspire as we brainstorm and work together. However, everyone I've spoken to up and down the country have found working from home makes them far more productive. I must concur with this opinion. We have also already proven we can actually have paperless offices and digital signatures can become the norm. Personally speaking, I have loved being able to work from home and spend time with the family. In the evenings, we would sit down together at the table for dinner, something that rarely happens in our busy lives. We'd play cards, board games and go for plenty of walks. Maybe, just maybe, we will adopt some of the lessons we have learned from working in the lockdown. Our families must come first and having the ability to work around our family improves the balance that so many of us struggle to find. Our industry has a massive role to play in the development of our country but only if we evolve. We must work more collaboratively with tenants and landlords to improve lives by providing quality, efficient and safe rental accommodation that benefits not just the landlord and the tenants, but the entire country. Thank you.